Yo, I am super pumped and excited about today. I am so, so excited. Yo, my co-host. What's up, man? You gonna say hi to people? I was waiting for the intro. Oh, my co-host is Ridiculous. Actually, his real name is Tech Guy Nick. Or Bartholomew, as it says on his birth certificate. You didn't know we knew, did we? You didn't know. I have been called Barnabas at one point. Barnabas? Who is Barnabas? Why are you always making references? I don't know who these people are. Barnabas is in the Bible. Oh, yeah, yeah. His Barnabas. His name literally means son of encouragement. Oh, so one time I did a show with uh, Gabriel Glaces, right? Oh, yeah. And me and Gabriel in the green room and we're talking. He said one time he saw this dude bomb so bad. He said the dude was on stage bombing. The crowd, three people in the crowd yelled, Give us Barbados. I <laughs> mean Barabbas? Whatever, dude. Give us Barabbas. Give us oh, Barbados. No. Just, whatever. That's funny on a few levels. Speaking of funny, today, as you probably know, this, this is called Funny How Life Works. And we haven't actually got cooking yet, but we're about to. Because this is called Funny How Life Works as a police officer. Ooh, you might Ooh. be thinking to yourself. What can we learn about life from a police officer? We're about to find out. We are black, right, Nick? Sure. <laughs> Actually, I was doing some research on Sicilians, and there's a lot of history. There. Are you that's, Sicilian? You're Sicilian, right? Yeah. As far as family. you know. Yeah. No, my family, they came across the boat in 1920 from Sicily. I mean, how do you know? Did you do the research? Did yep. you do a 22 and me? No, it was 23 and me. I didn't do that. No, no, no. no. Have- there's a discount one. <laughs> <laughs> that cost a little less much. accurate, but question. Yeah, it's a little less accurate. But, you know. I have a friend who speaks, does a lot of public speaking, and he always speaks from, because he's like a Christian now, but he talks about how as a Jewish man turned Christian, that's a lot of his leverage. Brilliant speaker. This dude actually talks about the connection between the word of God and quantum physics. Like Ooh. some banana stuff. Super, um, super smart. Anyways, dude did 23 and me. Yeah. Found out he is 2% Jewish. <laughs> I'm like, you don't got that leverage no more, bro. You're just a white dude. I mean, I'm not that there's anything wrong with being Nick. But, um, oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, super excited. Have you ever had any uh, encounters with the police? Several. You have? Several. Wow. Mm-hmm. How long was that? How long did it last about each one, about on average? Pick one. I've had several encounters. Some of them have been really quickly, just like, hey, you're mm-hmm. speeding. Here's mm-hmm. your ticket. Be on your way. Others, I was pulled out of my car and sat down. They're searching my car, ran through the whole thing. A lot of dramatic stuff there. So, For the listeners right now, I know, listen, we're talking about funny how life works and we're going to be interviewing a police officer. Now, listen, if you're listening for the first time, I'm black. Just going to throw that out there. I'm, did you just burp? No. I'm pretty sure I just- <clears throat> I cleared my throat. Well, make sure it's clearly a cleared throat because it sounded, <clears throat> it sounded like- <clears throat> No, if I burp, I'd probably admit really it. I'd go away from the mic. That dude said if I burp, I would probably admit it. That's what you just said. <laughs> yep. Probably. That lets us know exactly. If I would, I mean, like, honestly, I'm not going to burp into my new microphone. Oh, why is it always about the equipment with you? <laughs> Again, I stay. My friends have kids and all that stuff. I got gear. That's what I got. Wow. Your friends got kids and you got gear. Yep. I, that's why I'm tech cool. guy, Nick. If you don't like your gear, you just take them back. You know that's not going to work when you have kids, right? Speaking of kids, yes, we have an email address. For anybody who's interested in potentially getting a date with Nick, very good looking guy, super smart. I know we laugh and banter back and forth and talk negative about each other, but I really want the right woman for Nick, mainly because it's really just going to set this podcast off. Let's be real with you. So we have potential for some really good footage on this stuff. We had an email come in. We had an email come in? Yeah. Oh, snap. Because we set up an email called techwife at, Michael at michaeljr.com. 
We had an email. Yep. <laughs> we had an email oh, come boy. in. Let's check it out. What does the email say? I've never even heard, read this before. Oh, boy. Okay, what does it say? Hi, my name is Kathy. I'm not sure what Mr. Nick looks like or his age, but when I heard him say Jesus when you asked him what he loves and with no hesitation, wow. well, nothing else really matters. Okay, that. so wait, stop right there. So nothing matters because you said the word Jesus. Mm-hmm. Now, could somebody say Jesus from prison and she still be like, you know what? That's all that matters. That brother said could Jesus. Could he, could he, <laughs> what if he about to get hit by a car? And he's like, Jesus. He's like, that's my husband. <laughs> it was my husband. He got hit by that truck, though. He ain't no more. Okay, keep reading. Keep reading. I listened to your podcast while at work. And right after it was over, a song came over the loudspeaker. You're urging oh single women to write red? in. And then hearing that song right after made me actually do it. Wow. I hope you like the song. The YouTube link is attached to the bottom oh, of snap. this email. She put a song in um, the email to you. <laughs> I just got oh, sent a mixtape. What is the song? I got to hear the song. Oh, my goodness. What I've been sent song? a mixtape. I feel like I'm back in the late 90s. <laughs> this is so great. What's her name? What's her name? Her name is Kathy. Hey, Kathy. Wow. You could be the one, Kathy. Let's hear the song. Oh, wait. Were we done with the email? Is there any more? Yeah, there's some more. Oh, there's more. Let's hear the mm-hmm. rest of the email. Oh, boy. You're urging single women to write in, and then hearing that song right after made me actually do it. I hope you like the song. The YouTube link is attached at the bottom of this email. Well, wow. I'm not sure what to tell you about me. Are you going to do like a dating game show? That'd Ooh, be fun. That's a great idea. We got to do a dating game show if we could somehow get two more women to call in, because right now we've been waiting for months for this one. But uh, <laughs> that's not true. So if we get another, wow, we could do a dating game. This would be great. Okay, what else? Yeah. Laughter truly brings life oh, she talks into this a lot. world, a long email. and you two crack me up. Keep shining. I hope to hear from you guys on the podcast. Oh, that's dope. Kathy. Kathy. Wow. Tech girl, Kathy. <laughs> Let's hear the song. Wow. She sent you a song. It's great. What is this, it? This is late. I've never seen Every day, it's getting closer. Going faster than a roller coaster. Love will surely come my I don't know what's happening right now. Wow. Wow. Kathy getting closer to you. Wow. That means your wife is getting closer. Turn this off. I don't want to get it stuck in my head, please. <laughs> I listened to that song when I was working on Cars with my dad. He used to listen to the oldies channels all the time. It's that song. I think it's, uh, it's already a little 60s, emotional. 70s. It's already a little emotional for you, huh? I think it's early 70s. Every day. What are the lyrics? Can we look up the lyrics of that song? That's a nice song. Every day. I'm thinking Things about Nicholas every wow. day. That's what she's saying. That's what she's saying. Wow. What is that song about in general? Mm. Wait, that song came on the radio when she was listening to... Yeah, so... so- Wait, it's how was she listening to a podcast? 1958 oh, pop music. 58. That was way off. Wow. Song by Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly. Oh, yeah. Oh, buddy. It's my buddy, man. Buddy Holly. Yeah. Yeah. Lyrics. Every day, what? It's a getting closer. Ooh, it's a getting closer. Going faster than a roller coaster. Ooh, she's going faster than a roller coaster. Love like yours will surely come my way. Wow. Hey, hey, hey. That is great. Wow. This dude is is turning purple right now. No. Can we have Akila just read random lyrics? That is great. Significantly more fun this way. So, we're going to get two more ladies and we're going to do a dating game with Kathy. Let's stay focused, though. 
right? Let's see. We may because Kathy may be a stalker, and we may need a police officer. Yeah, we've got our non-sponsor sponsor. sponsor. We got our non-sponsor sponsor too. Our non-sponsor sponsor is see if you remember the name. Funny for the forgotten. Yes, funny for the forgotten. Mm -hmm. Not for the forgot. I said forgotten. Oh. Funnyfortheforgotten.com. Just go to funnyfortheforgotten.com funny for or funnyfortheforgotten.org. Org. Yeah. This is an organization. You can't really say funny for the forgotten real fast. Funny for the forgotten. Say it three yeah, times. Just, I don't want three to. Three times. It sounds Come on, dude. Like three times I just real fast. heard what the potential for Kathy. We get nasty every emails. Every day. <laughs> you and me, Nicholas, is every day. Oh, boy. Lord, help us. Cool. All right. So here's what's going to happen. We're going to speak to an officer right now. So I don't know where this conversation is going to go. I got to be real with you because it's a white officer. I'm black. There's mm-hmm. been a lot of heated conversation around this with uh, Black Lives Matter and Blue Lives Matter too and, and all of that stuff. So we're going to see what happens. I mean, it's funny how life works. So let's find out. Yeah. We like to have these conversations so people yeah. can learn and grow. And two of those people who want to learn and grow is myself and Ridiculous. I think it's important that you don't shy away from difficult conversations. Right. I mean, because I know that when you talk about marriage and stuff like that mm-hmm. at your conferences and when you do your comedy, but you also take everybody on the right, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But when you talk about having a healthy marriage, you have to have the difficult conversation. Right. You cannot avoid it. Exactly. And so relationships revolve around conversations, having the difficult conversations Absolutely. and being okay with it, being open with it. It's You're being right. able to civilly disagree. Here's what we'll do. I have that song ready in case it gets too deep. Oh, I'm going to point to you. <laughs> we're going we to bring it back up. Like, really, have it ready. That'd be dope. Cool. Okay. I have it ready at an actual part where it's singing. Yo, Michael Jr. here. Who am I talking to? Jeremy Petty. Yo, Jer- you going to give me a last name too? What if this thing don't go well? Any relation to Tom? Uh, I guess everyone kind of know about it. Yeah, cool. So tell us what you do as if I don't know because they don't really brief me on any of this stuff. And then we're here with Nick cool. as well. Nick is here. He's- have you ever listened to our podcast before? That guy, Nick. Yeah, oh. nice. Okay, you yeah, listen yeah. or you got good notes from Akila. Great. Or both. Or both. Could be both. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. That guy Nick's awesome, man. He's really Aww. cool. Yeah. Hey, Jeremy, you got a sister? <laughs> I do have a sister. Cool. How old is she? She's 37. 37. Swing and a miss. What's her name? Yeah, yeah. Her name's Kara. she got a couple of kids, too. Oh, cool. Double swing cool. and a miss. she got yeah, a husband, too. <laughs> no. Whoa. Tara. I'm single. Single. Yeah, man. Two kids. Yeah. We just did yeah, an episode on adoption. Total package. Yeah. That's right. Total package. And she's a redhead. Wow. <laughs> and she's a redhead. Yeah. Cool. That's right. Freckles, yeah. everything. You got another sister named Kathy? Oh, boy. Mm-mm, okay. I don't, but I wish I did. <laughs> that make this conversation way more <laughs> fun. <laughs> Who wishes they had that. a sister named Kathy? Who does that? All right. So tell everybody what you do, man, because we're going to jump in this thing and see what shows up because it's funny how life works. Yeah, for sure. I'm a police officer. Wow. The police. And tell them what you do. Bivocational pastor. Yeah, he's a pastor and a police mm-hmm. officer. You double arre- whammy. So you arrest him by law, and then you can arrest him with the Holy Spirit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Started off strong and just it sounded, yeah. it, it sounded great. That was, could. A, that was a great attempt. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Awesome, man. So, what does a day look like for you? What is a day in the life of a police officer? Oh, just so everybody know, tell him you white. <laughs> Uh, I'm white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just want to get everybody a clear picture just so they can understand the conversation where we're sure. going to go and all that cool yeah, stuff. Yeah. Otherwise, they'll be thinking yeah. the whole time. Yeah, white experience. male, 6'3", mid-30s. Yeah. yeah See, yeah. he even describes himself like a police officer would describe Lightly himself. receding hairline. Yeah. Wow. Uh, beard. I feel like I should be yeah, on the yeah. lookout for you right now. <laughs> uh-huh. That is yeah, great, man. Sure. Hey, can you do that thing 
where they always say that the letters that represent something. Can you do it? With, you mean the military alphabet? Yeah. Do you <laughs> the do that? Alphabet. Yeah, yeah. yeah the can, you, alphabet? can you do that? Yeah. With, just do uh, it with my name real quick. You want to like spell your name? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Michael, Mary, Ida, Charles, Henry, Adam, Edward. Lincoln. Stop! You're scaring me. You're scaring me. <laughs> I've heard that before. That stuff scares me. I've been in the back of car. <laughs> that stuff is scary. Wow. Yeah. Hey, you can yeah. really learn a lot about what's in a person's heart by doing that. Like, hear me out. <laughs> yeah. I know because I used to ask directions to people. Mm-hmm. And okay, tell me what this person looked like. I asked for directions. I'm like, hey, dude, how do you get to the mall? Oh, so you're going to go down the street and you're going to see this donut shop, right? And after you see the donut shop, you're going to see the, a hamburger spot. Oh, they got some good burgers, by the way. Then you're going to drive two miles down there and then you're going to see a Taco Bell. After you get to the Taco Bell, turn left and you're going to see a place that makes cakes and it'll be right there on the left. What does that person look like? A day shift police officer. <laughs> <laughs> That is awesome. So whatever they bring up, like yeah. especially specifically, what did you just call it right now, Jeremy, where you do the letters? What is it called? Phonetic, Phonetic alphabet. Phonetic alphabet. Yeah. Because you don't really have enough time to think about it. So whatever's in your heart will just kind of show up yeah. when you do a phonetic alphabet because mm-hmm. you don't have enough time to think about what the person is going to think about you. Yeah. So it'll just kind of show up. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Hey, Nick, do your yeah. name real quick. Nick? Yeah, do your name, Nick. November Indigo. No, no, no. You got to say N. You got to say the letter too. That's N, November, I, Indigo, C. Charlie, K, Kilo. Kilo. Well, you didn't want to go with Kathy with that K? You didn't want to? <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I think Kathy spells it with a C. Hey, it Bingo. On, no, it depends on the Kathy. True. But I think this Kathy who wrote in spells it with a C. You saw her email? Dude, the paper's right there. Oh, anyway. All right. So you're a police officer <laughs> and you're white. How long have you been white? How long have you been white? Let's just clear that up. All my life. Yeah. All your life. Cool. And then what made you want to become a police officer? I was in the Navy for 13 years as a military police officer. And Wait, but that didn't make you become a police officer. Like, what made you want to do that part? Like, what made you want to go? Can you choose in the Navy if you want to be a police officer or they just make you a police officer? Yeah. And, oh, okay. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You pick it. And so I'd say if we went back to my childhood, I had a really rough childhood, a lot of abuse, a lot of trauma. And I went to church with a lady named Audrey. And Andre was a police officer. So back in the day when I went to church, you had church like 18 times a week, right? Like you had mm-hmm. a service every night, and then you had like seven services on Sunday, and they were all, you know, 47 hours long. I mean, that's a long day, right? Well, this was seven, a black church. This services. church you're going to was a black church or something, right? Because that's a long... That's for sure, yeah. There were only two white families in the church I grew up in. I grew up in uh, a predominantly Hispanic neighborhood. I went to a predominantly black church, and I went to a high school in the middle of the country with nothing but white folks, so... Oh, wow. Uh, that sounds yeah. like a great upbringing for a police officer. It's fantastic. Like, that would actually be really cool. For anybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, so then what happened? For anybody. Well, so my only positive interactions with law enforcement were with Audrey. And so she would come in some evenings on shifts. She would put a robe on because she'd have her uniform on. And she would, like, sing and play the piano and stuff like that. And wait, 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 wait. So she had a robe on? Yeah. I mean, she had her uniform yeah, yeah. on and put a robe over top of it? Yeah, like a choir robe. So she was in the choir yeah. with a pistol. Oh, yeah, a girl could sing <laughs> and play the piano. So she had a pistol on her hip and a microphone on her lip. Exactly. <laughs> that's, wow. That's, you better that's applaud. Exactly right. Wow, that is pretty <laughs> awesome. Wow, uh-huh. that is cool. Somebody get slang in the spirit, but if they don't, <laughs> they're going to get slang. <laughs> Wow. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. For sure. Yeah, so, I mean, to try to summarize the answer, I guess, I think I joined the civilian police force because I wanted to help people. I think that's why most people do it. 
for whatever motivation or the other. You know, not everybody else had a traumatic childhood or whatever. Well, let me ask you that. Let's back up real quick. Do you really think that everyone becomes an officer literally to help people? Or do you feel like that's just, I just want to park right there for a second. Because a lot of the, not just police officers, we always make fun about the mall cop or whatever. Is it possible that some people get in it for a different reason where it helps them feel better? Because some people are about contribution. Some people are really about significance or someone may be about variety. I want to do a bunch of different things. But I know you personally, and I know you're about that, but you know, I don't know that all, I mean, it's just like acting. Some people say they can get it. If you ask them, they'll say, oh, I got into it. I just want to make people feel better or whatever. And then you find out, yeah, bro, you're doing this because you want to feel better. So have you noticed that to be the case around anyone in your field or anyone close to you? You don't got to say no names because I ain't trying to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if I just took everything, all my experience, so 13 years military plus the eight years in civilian law enforcement, I would say by and large, and by that I would just 70% or more, I think their pure motive was to get into it to help people. And the thing that created that motive was probably different for each of them. You know what I mean? But some of the people, their motive to do it were that they spent time in the military and they really needed some sort of paramilitary structure. They wanted to have the brotherhood that you have in the military and felt like they would have it in more of a military type organization like law enforcement. Right. Some structure. Looking for family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Family, structure, discipline. I mean, things like that. So, but yeah, I mean, by and large, for sure, my experience has been with those people that that was their motive for joining the military and law enforcement. And by and large, that's how they operate in their day to day lives and how they approach the job is really just trying to do the best they can to help people in some really crazy situations. So. That is great. Speaking of crazy situations, will you give me an example of what something that you had cracking? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have a lot of stories. So, is there any that involve a six foot seven guy <laughs> with a beard? Six foot seven guy with a beard who's been working out recently and has a wow. Wow, this is a little creepy. Yeah. <laughs> He's oh a yeah, because I actually listen to podcast. Ooh. There's like a little bit of a gap there between June and December. Uh, <laughs> wow. yeah. Yeah, there yeah, was I a mean, gap, but you could just read the thing I, and find out there was a gap. Okay, so yeah, uh, what's something that stands out for you as a police officer that you really recall? going into specifics just because yeah that's a good idea Mm -hmm. i don't want somebody looking for me you know what i'm saying yeah yeah Yeah, because there's a lot of people that might relate to what i'm saying and had an interaction with me and then think that i'm talking about them and i don't want that to happen but i would say just give us um, a name yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) social security card driver's license number pretty much job as a law enforcement officer is to start your day and on repeat all day long for 12 hours a day you are a normal day for you is encountering the worst day of people's lives on repeat. And so I think the thing that I would take away wow. from my job. Let me just stop right there. For, oh, I'm sorry. Jeremy, yeah. Let me just pause right there so people could really hear that. Say it one more time. Yeah. Basically, the job of a police officer is to start their day and then on repeat, they encounter people who are having the worst day of their lives. So it's a normal day for you, but it's the worst day of their life. And then... Every call you go to, not every call, but most of the calls you go to, you're encountering people on the worst day of their life when they've made the worst decision of their life. And you're coming in as a complete stranger trying to mediate the worst day of their life, the worst behavior of their life, the most traumatic, most dramatic, most emotional, most painful, fill in the blank day of their life. And 
And so you're going into that situation and you're trying to bring peace and help to it in some way. And that can look different depending on what's happening when you walk into that house. Wow. Dang. That's deep, man. That's the best way I've heard that worded. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty powerful. I'm just looking at how Nick's looking right now. Like, man, it's, mm-hmm. it's just like you're going back to when you broke up with old girl. That's, that's, that's no, it's just, I have a lot of cop friends and military friends. Nobody and articulated so. it like that before. Have they? No, they didn't. I mean, there's different ways of putting it. You know why? But- because that's the other side of you showing up. Tell them what your other job is too. I know you said it already. I just want you to say it. You said it so well. Did you just get fired, Jeremy? Tell them what your other job is, dude. Vocational pastor. Vocational pastor. Yes, yeah, vocational also pastor. vocational pastor. Okay, yeah. you're going to tell oh, us yeah, the story. Sorry, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. my bad. I missed that. Yeah, no, by vocational pastor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're showing up on the worst day of their life. Sometime, though, let's be real. Things was going pretty good, and then the police showed up. Let's be, I mean, sometimes. So here, let's jump in. So for me as no, a kid, right. I was shocked to find out that even as an adult, I was really shocked. And Nick, you probably don't know. Maybe it made it so shock you too. But I was shocked to find out that some people, when the police would arrive or police would be on their way, they actually felt a sense of relief. Like, oh, yes, the police are here. Where my default, let me check with Ak, we never talked about this before. How would you feel when the police would show up or they had been called? What was your first thought, your initial thought? Something bad is about to happen. Yeah. I grew up with it. It wasn't until recently when all of this stuff went down where we could actually start having these conversations where I realized that all of my white friends, not some, all of them actually felt a sense of peace. Like, yes, it's going to be okay. And I had the exact opposite experience. And then like, Jeremy, why do you think that is? Or do you want to speak into that a little bit at all? Or can you? I mean, I don't, uh, you're not listening. Yeah, you're not I mean, representing all officers by any means because I know you personally and I know how you get down. And I know that you never really take off the pastor side of who you is. <laughs> I know that. So it was shocking to me. And then I had a conversation with uh, some people about what is that phrase? It's a new phrase out. What is it? It's not a new phrase. It's been around for a while. Black Lives Matter. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how life works. I'm a, so I know we just went a little deep right now. We just went a little deep right now. So. It's a getting closer, going faster than a wow. roller coaster. Yeah, Love yeah. Like All right, cut, wh- cut, cut. Yeah, that's just a little song we play once in a while randomly when things go a little too deep. So what were your thoughts on the whole Black Lives Matter? Oh. Nick is all quiet and red. It's like you're talking about something. What were your thoughts on the Black Lives Matter movement or thing or stuff, initials? Hey, how would you do that? When you describe words with letters, how would you do Black Lives Matter? How would I say it? Yeah. If I were talking about it? Yeah. It depends on who I'm talking to. I'd say BLM if I thought they had any idea about what's happening in our country. And if they didn't, I would probably use all three words and say Black Lives Matter. No, no, no. I'm talking about the way you did it as a police officer. Phonetic alphabet. Phonetic alphabet. I keep forgetting that. Go ahead and do that. Phonetically alphabet. Oh, Boy Lincoln Mary. Boy Lincoln Mary. BLM. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, sounds so much better. Boy, Lincoln, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds, 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 sounds like a complaint. Boy, Lincoln, Mary. Mm-hmm. It's like Lincoln. Sounds like something you'd say when you're annoyed. It's like Lincoln was, Lincoln. had two closets. Boy, Lincoln, Mary. That's uh-huh. too complicated. Coincidentally, the phonetic alphabet for L is Lincoln, which has some direct tie to some cultural things at Black Lives yeah. Matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Coincidentally. As does boy. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> boy is not the best word. Oh, uh, yeah. I was saying, but yeah. That, I can't. I'm not doing that one. But it's all better because of Mary. 
I didn't bring it. See what just happened there? Mm-hmm. That was full circle. Yeah, that was the real deal yeah, right we there. just went full yeah. circle right there. So, how has that affected your work and how you get down? Because now you there's already a precursor when you show up. Now, sure. Yeah. So, I think there's a few things I could say about that. I think the first thing that came to my mind when you asked the question, so that's probably the one I'll go with. And then, if you want to ask another question on top of that to get more clarity, I'll do that. But Black Lives Matter has been around since 2013, and so. Right. I've been a police officer. I didn't actually hit the streets out of the academy and out of patrol until Black Lives Matter started. So I haven't actually known a reality in civilian law enforcement without Black Lives Matter as an organization existing. Yeah. And so for me, the difference in what we're experiencing in 2020 and what we've experienced historically associated with the organization, for me, honestly... It hasn't changed that much. I think the biggest thing that changed was that COVID and the shutdowns caused people to slow down enough to pay attention to the message that Black Lives Matter and other people who care about social injustice have been saying for a very, very long time. I think busyness has been an excuse to ignore for a very long time. And I think having people slow down, I mean, if you can be very, very honest, I think the only people who changed in 2020 on the subject were white people in America Mm -hmm. slowed down enough to realize that they didn't have the excuse to ignore videos anymore. Right. And maybe you knew this, maybe you didn't, but Black Lives Matter is two things. It's an organization and it's a statement. So like two separate things, yet they could be easily confused. The organization, you could like it or you could not like it. You could disagree, whatever the case is. It's just like any other organization. People don't like churches. People don't like synagogues. People don't like the government. Those are organizations. But if you disagree with the statement that Black Lives Matter, then that's a hard one for me to swallow. Like if you can't say, hey, Black Lives Matter, I agree with that. The statement of Black people matter or the statement that Mexicans matter or the statement that white people matter. If you can't agree with that statement, then of course we have an issue. And then he said, well, don't all lives matter? Listen, the problem with the phrase all lives matters, it's a phrase that you don't have to say unless something's wrong. Like there's no circumstance where you would say all bikes are nice unless somebody was saying something different. So the example I like to give with regards to that is if you went to the doctor, right? You went to the doctor and you had a bone that was broken. Let's pick a bone. All right. The tibia. The tibia. Pick one that I know where it's located. The <laughs> leg. leg. Tibia is cool, cool, cool. Leg. All right. So, listen, Nick, you go to the doctor yeah. and your leg is broke. Yeah. You're hurt, right? And mm-hmm. it's broke because you're like six, seven. So, that's yeah. a big break. Yeah. Because that's a big leg. Yes. And you go to the doctor and you say, hey, doctor, my leg is broke. Mm-hmm. Right? And then the doctor says to you, don't worry about that. All bones matter. Then what do you do? Go find another doctor. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because all bones do matter. Mm-hmm. But there's something wrong with your leg. Mm-hmm. So we need to address the leg. And then how yeah. would you feel if then you went home and you talked to me and I was like, dude, we don't live together. Just yeah. to be clear about that. Then I said, dude, don't worry about that, man. All bones matter. And nobody even was hearing what you were saying. Yeah. How would that in turn make you feel? Pretty bummed out. <laughs> Pretty bummed out. So I just really think it's important that people understand there's two different things. The organization, whatever, I think they do some twisted stuff, some good stuff. I don't even know enough about it. But the statement is super important. Black lives do matter. White lives matter. Orange, I don't know any orange people. You know any <laughs> orange people? I'm going to stay away from that one because there's been... Yeah, uh, Willy Wonka. 
Willy Wonka matters. Willy Wonka matters a lot. Orange people. Or, yeah, yeah. Olympus, they're orange. They make great candy. They do make some good candy. You ever had Nowlators? Remember when Nowlators were huge? Yeah, they're massive. They were delicious. Now they taste like little pieces of wax. Yeah. Dude, Jeremy, I appreciate the fact that you're a police officer, dude. Listen, and I haven't been shy about sharing my stories. I'm writing a book right now, but I also have a video out about when a police officer put a gun in my head, put the hammer back, and then dared me to do something. Super scary. Like, even now, thinking about it, I still get a little, whoa. But with that said, for the most part, I love police officers. In fact, I love all police officers. You have to make me dislike you. In fact, I don't even know how you would do that. You'd have to really do something. Even the officer that held the gun in my head, I'm not tripping off him. Actually, I feel kind of bad for him because what was going on in his life where he felt like he had to get to that place where I was a threat as a 19-year-old kid Mm -hmm. surrounded by 15 other officers and Mm -hmm. you want to be the man and pull your gun out. Like, what's going on in his life? Like, I feel for him. Serious issues there. Yeah, I feel for him. So mm-hmm. I can confidently say I really love officers. I think you guys are awesome. In fact, I loved you when you were packing groceries. I look at you like you're a human. And you are too, right, Jeremy? You're human? Well, you could be a lizard uh, person. Yeah. I don't Absolutely. know. Yeah. Dude, so I'm super, super pumped about the fact that you would even come on here. And I really predetermined. I appreciate. No, I don't appreciate it. No, I'm not going to pick the word you tried to correct. Because if I picked the word you just corrected me on, then it's not as powerful. So I really appimpolate you, man. <laughs> <laughs> for being Goodness. on the show and for choosing to serve your community, dude. Like, that mm-hmm. is dope, man. Every time you get in the car and the way you broke it down, you meet people at the worst points of their day and then you get up the next day and do it again, man. Dude, if I could, I would salute you, but I'm just a regular civilian, so I don't think I can. I was going to go to the army, but I didn't like the outfits. Uniforms? <laughs> Costumes. That is Costumes. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I do love if you serve our country, big ups. We do a lot of events. I shouldn't say a lot, but we do events as much as we can for the USO. Mm-hmm. And I do events for police officers as well, man. I just mm-hmm. think police officers are dope because you're saying, listen, regardless of why I'm doing this, I'm willing to put myself out there for you. So I, mm-hmm. I appreciate officers and humans just in general. Jeremy, you're awesome, dude. Like for, I always say Jeremy, like you got some bacteria and stuff. <laughs> I don't know why. In my neighborhood, we'd always call a Jeremy a Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy. Like you got, the, yeah, like got you, stuff going on. Hey, Nick, in your neighborhood, did they have the Uchi Coochies? In your neighborhood? <laughs> I don't believe Akila, so. y'all had them. Did y'all have the Uchi Coochies? Uh, we didn't call them that. <laughs> what you had? You had the Cooties? The Cooties. Cooties, yes. We had the Uchi Coochies. Cooties, yes. Uchi Coochies. <laughs> like Hoochie Mamas had Uchi Coochies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Jeremy, you ever arrested the Hoochie Mama with Uchi Coochies? Oh, Lord. No. I think I'll plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> wise decisions. Wise it, just means decision. she got a, it just means she got a really bad attitude. That's all that means. Oh, wait. Is it me something else? Hey, man, we got kids on this shit. I don't know what y'all talking about. Anyway, dude, mm-hmm. I so appreciate you. Thanks for being an officer. Thanks for what you're going to do next. And thanks for being willing to step into someone's day, even knowing it's the worst day they're probably going to have in a while. And way to be there. Way to be that voice. And way to make the right choice to do what God is telling you to do, even in the midst of that. I appreciate you, man. Thanks, sir. Appreciate you. Thank you for the opportunity. Cool. Hey, listen, I got this ticket. <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> this is what, is this any you could, no, we shouldn't. We'll talk off air. All right. Thanks, man. Yo. So the off the cuff moment, I want to go off the cuff on. <laughs> I say off the cuff, Nick. Yeah. Like, I thought this was funny how. Like it was funny no, how no, these no, reflections no, no, no. were. It is funny how, but I'm going off the cuff on something that happened within funny how. 
Does that make sense to you? Yeah. So the off-the-cuff moment I want to go off-the-cuff on is the fact that this officer, regardless of how you feel about the police, this officer makes a choice consciously every day to meet people at their lowest place. Like he knows the chances are really high that when he meets them, they're just not going to be happy. Yet he does it time and time again. What about you? Chances are really high today or tomorrow or sometime this month, you're gonna meet somebody and they'll probably be in their lowest place. How are you going to show up in that moment? What are you going to do? Is there something you can predetermine to say to anybody to lift them up? Or will you be prepared in that moment? Will you be sensitive enough in that moment to look them in their eye and using whatever words are necessary to simply let them know that their life matters? I'm telling you, if you do this, you will change things for the good and you have the power right within you just to make the decision to be that type of person. Let that be part of your identity, that you're somebody who lifts people up and you edify them in a good way. Appreciate you. I love you. I'm Michael Jr. I'm out. So don't forget that you can sign up for the Funny How Life Works course, or if you sign up to be a headliner at the Patreon account, yes. you actually get that course you as well. You get the whole course free. The whole course as a well, bonus for being the headliner with the Patreon. Yes, true. It's not free. Yeah. We got to get paid though. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get paid though. So link up with us on Patreon. Exactly. Go to patreon.com slash Michael Jr. I was waiting for Akila to do that. I thought she was going to try. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Hey, Ak, why don't you do this? Because you probably could do it better. Do you want to do the call can, to action? Can, can we'll just talk while you're doing the call to action. We'll go. make jokes. Goom. 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 Tell them what the call to action is. You're going to hear from Akilah about the call to action. <laughs> call to action. Akilah, I don't want to give us that call to action. It's Funny How Life Works. You can get the Funny How Life Works course yes. at sure funnyhowlifeworks.com. Call to action. <laughs> or if you sign up to be an opener yeah. on the Patreon That's account, sweet. you can get the Funny <laughs> no. How Life Works course for free. Just sign up as a headliner at patreon.com slash Michael Jr. Yes. Wow. Yes. That was well done. I, I actually like that dude where she tries to stay straight while we make these little sounds <laughs> in between. <laughs> that is so dope. So listen, take action. We appreciate you. We out.